Hello and welcome to another episode of Rhythms. My name's Angela and I'm a pastor at Sanctus Church. Psalm 133.1 says, How good and pleasant it is for God's people to live together in unity. You know, over the past couple of Sundays at Sanctus Church, we've talked about eternity and we've talked about the excitement that we can have that one day we will gather together, all believers, in the presence of God. Matthew 24, 31, it describes how Christ will unite all of the elect from all over the world and how good it will be, how pleasant it will be when all of God's people are together. You know, it makes me think of a story. Sanctus Church has global partners and one of our short-term trip uh, went to see one of our partners in India. After they returned, they told a story about how they visited the Sunderban Islands and there was a woman there an older woman who was the only Christian on the entire island. And she lived for years feeling alone in her faith. And when the team went, they got to take part in a worship service. And this woman came to them weeping tears of joy because she was finally amongst other Christians, praising and worshiping God. That's a powerful story to think about how we may sometimes take for granted the opportunity that we have to gather together. And today, we're actually not allowed to be in our church building worshiping together. So we get a glimpse of what many Christians have felt like to be alone in their faith and what they endure on a daily basis. We're told to be socially distant. Now there are Christians who live in countries that are closed to the gospel and they know exactly what we're beginning to feel. But it's at this time that we need one another more than ever. At Sanctus Church, we call this to connect small. We use the term connect small for our connect groups. Maybe you're more familiar with small groups or life groups. But it simply means we're in the presence of other Christians. And when we're in the presence of other Christians, that's where we receive joy. The Apostle Paul wrote in Philippians from a dingy jail cell saying, Christians, you are my joy. Now, he wasn't just saying, okay, my joy now comes from a human and not from the Lord. That's not what he was saying. But what he was saying is, I see what God has done in your life and that brings me joy. When I see God softening the heart of a person and their anxiety lessening and they're filled with hope, I get filled with joy. Being in the presence of other Christians is where we receive our strength. We need each other. We're not meant to do this life on our own. So it is with Christ that we are a unit. 1 Corinthians 12, 27 says, now you are the body of Christ and you are a part of it. Each one of us, when we share our struggle together, we become stronger. 1 Corinthians 1, 9 says that we are called into the fellowship of the Son. So we are unified in Jesus. This community that is in Christ, it is an eternal bond, and that is where we get our joy and our strength. So that might simply be portrayed in a smile, or an offering for practical help, sending a text to say, I'm going to the store, do you need anything? Or maybe it's just this message of encouragement and hope saying, hey, don't be afraid, this too shall pass. It's also demonstrated when we urge people to trust in God and not to wander from him. 
Hebrews 3 gives clear guidance. It says in verse 12, be careful then, dear brothers and sisters, make sure that your own hearts are not evil and unbelieving, turning you away from the living God. You must warn each other every day while it is still today so that none of you will be deceived by sin and hardened against God. For if we are faithful to the end, trusting God just as firmly as when we first believed, we will share in all that belongs to Christ. So our job is to help each other. And so may this be a time where we'd emphasize that those, we would empathize with those who are lonely in their faith. May we be challenged to reach out and extend ourselves to bring hope to those who have feel forgotten. And let's just thank God for the unity that he gives us through his spirit. And may we find joy and strength in still coming together to connect small. So I understand. I'm urging you to connect small. And you might wonder, well, how do I do that when I'm supposed to stay at home? Christians who live in other countries where they're not permitted to meet physically in the same space have met online for years. Technology has made it possible for us to connect small virtually. Now, I'm not a technical person, and so I know that this is new for me, but the Bible is clear. We need to connect small. So no matter how it may feel new or maybe even a little uncomfortable, the learning curve is worth it. It's the best way that I can think of to not give up meeting together. And we'll provide you with some tips and instructions on our site and many other websites on churches are doing the same thing. So if you know people who are not connecting small yet, invite them into your group. It's time to start meeting online. So let me pray for you as you do this. Lord God, I thank you for those who have listened to this. I pray that you would urge them to think of others who have maybe felt forgotten and really need encouragement. Help us all to overcome the learning curve and learn about what this new normal looks like of online groups. Would you be with the groups and help them during this time? In your name I pray. Amen. All right, thank you. Have a great day.